News Talk 98.9, the roar of Memphis. Tool Talk Radio with Joe and Alan. Welcome to Tool Talk Radio, coming to you from the Brown Refrigeration Studios. I'm Joe Thorderson with Thor's Hammer, Carpentry and Wood Turning. I'm Alan Gilbreth with DarkHugMedia.com. And I'm Maximilian, and wishing all our friends across the pond listening a happy St. Swithin's Day. St. Swithin's. Is that S-W-I-T-H-I-N-S? Yes, yes. Welcome welcome Saint- to the Winchester Abbey. St. Swithin. <laughs> I could have sworn, Alan, I heard St. Swithin mentioned on Rocky and Bullwinkle. Am I wrong? St. Yes. <laughs> Swithin's, you know, the, yes. and you hear Bullwinkle say it. Well, Al, uh, Max, you know, you've, you've got to explain this one. So, I mean, uh, who, who was St. Swithin and why are we, uh, what's noteworthy about this day? Well, St. So. Swithin was a bishop back in around the 10th century and it was legend that had um, that when he wanted to get, be buried um, uh, before his demise he was like bury me in the common church and everything so that i might feel the rains of heavens and be amongst my fellow people and okay. so they honored his request for about a hundred years and then they decided hey you know what sweet saints shouldn't be sp- buried with the common people we're gonna stick them in a cathedral we honored um, uh, after him and it's like after that, after the transfer, it rained for quite a while, as if to, as if Saint Swithin was to say, "I did not like this proposal." He didn't approve. He okay. did not approve. All right, but the, you you told me something else about that, Max. So. Oh, okay, so it's the it's the British equivalent of Groundhog Day because there we go. If whatever weather occurs on Saint Swithin's Day, they believe it'll occur for the next forty days. Okay, well, Alan, have you checked the? Uh, I know you know you're big into the Weather Channel. Have you checked the? Uh, the, the radar for uh, Great Britain today? or uh, I mean. Well, you know, <laughs> I kind of left them alone on that. I figured they got enough problems. How hard this. is it to predict that weather, Alan? Well, <laughs> like it, you said, okay, rainy, foggy, well, uh, you know. It's one of those degrees, type things, right? right. It, it, the, the biggest gaffe was, of course, of in his last request, he wanted to be buried where he could feel the rain. <laughs> okay. That, that was in his that request. His That's yeah. why they buried him outside. Okay. And, which was kind of a scandal. Right. So, all right, well, we buried him outside, so now we got to move him back inside. Okay. And so in the Swithin song, it is all about it raining for 40 days and 40 nights. All right. Well, I, And I, making everything muddy and, you know, just it won't quit raining. And, however, if you look at British weather. Yeah. You know, it's not, Great Britain is not renowned for their warm, sunny, right. California-like days. He had a good shot at feeling the rain. <laughs> he had a pretty good shot at feeling the rain, so. All right. Well, hey, gosh, boy, that, that was a long intro, but very interesting. And St. Swithin, what a great name. I mean, well, easy to mispronounce, but. Forget know. about Good King Wenceslas. Right. Well, you know, in, in a lot of ways, it's kind of like predicting the weather in the Mid-South during the summer. Sure. Hot yeah. and humid with a chance of thunder showers in the afternoon. You can just pre-record there your you go weather for about the next for two months. Month. Yep. And that's an oversimplification, but it seems like that all the time. Pretty much. Well, hey, if you want to weigh in on any of this, and I'm sure Agent uh, 732 will probably already have opinions <laughs> or counter arguments with any of these things that, that we brought up, uh, you can call or text us at the Big M Roofing and Remodeling Hotline at 901 683 0989 and uh you can always watch the show uh on the royal retreat studio cams uh, if you go to the news talk 989 the roar facebook page and then once they've done that alan you need to uh it's it, i would say it's mission critical to scoot over to the tool talk radio facebook page 
and uh, check out the posts we've made over there. We made uh, three posts this morning. Naturally, we made our must-have item of the week, uh, which, you know, I'm not going to tell you what it is. If you want to know what it is, go over there and and look. I also uh, made a post regarding our great moments in building history, which is going to be good, Alan, and it's very apropos in this this weather. Uh, Basically, we're calling this ancient refrigerators and ancient air conditioning of the Middle East. Mm -hmm. There's many countries and there's many nations that have, had their own techniques for air conditioning. The reason we're zeroing on on this is just it's it's well for one thing it's it's a little more focused. It's easier to see uh, their thinking, and uh, plus it reminds me a little of Star Wars. I'm not going to lie. So okay, all right, <laughs> I'm, I'm good with Star Wars tech. Yeah, um, and then also, Alan, uh, I one of my custom one of my favorite customers, Fred mm. and Lauren. Well, Fred's a gadget guy. Okay, but, but Fred takes this to the extreme, in my opinion. I was working over there the other day, and Fred had purchased one of the most high-tech toilets I've ever seen. I mean, this thing's got its own settings. It's got a remote control. Oh, yeah. It- <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no. He, he has one of the uh, basic models. Right. I just hear the I just hear the kind ca- Japanese robo-voice saying, Konnichiwa, minasan. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's because you said that the, that the Japanese are really, of course, they're, they're the masters of electronics. And you said they're really getting into the high-tech toilet game it is and so i posted the pictures of fred's toilet but that's going to lead to a bigger discussion about where are we going with the future of toilet technology oh bathroom tech is about to get huge yeah i mean uh it's very interesting and then alan hey in in uh, alan's week in review you, you get you sent me three words in our show prep it said fireproof caulk yes okay uh, but then subheading uh, check out 3M's new fire retardant um, mm-hmm. stuff, yeah, all fire stuff. resistant, yeah. all yeah. that stuff. Uh, div- um, what is it like? A prod- they have all sorts of products. I mean, there is we- a whole litany of right. these and systems on how they're used. And most homeowners really don't know what this is or understand it. And businesses, if you don't already, if you're not already required to know about this, right. You're going to. So it's going to be a big topic. The more fire-resistant stuff we have in the house, the better, especially uh, in the kitchen. Not going to argue. I mean, so uh, so we have a lot, and we have more notes here, Alan, that we're, you know, I'm not going to even <laughs> tease because what's the point? But uh, before we get to that, I just had a couple, you know, we, we haven't done any recommended viewings in a while. Oh, okay. Uh, but but um, I went down the, the, well, let's see, I've got two here. I've got one from the Roku channel. So I think a lot of people have Roku TV. This one, Alan, this is right in your wheelhouse. It's a cooking show, but you actually learn a lot about history and how to make other things. And right. it's uh, Paul Hollywood. Uh, it's called Pies and Puds, P-U-D-S. Mm-hmm. I guess that's their Puddings. abbreviation for dessert, basically. Yes, yes. And Pies and Puds. And st- yes. Well, what the re- and, and now this is not a new show. This is from 2013, right. but it's new to us. I guess it's been over in Great Britain. But for one thing, it is one of the most relaxing shows you're ever going to watch. You know <laughs> you know how these shows are. They're just, there's, it, they don't offend anybody. They're they very just, chilled and groovy. They're just there to do their thing. But like yesterday, for example, I'm watching one with, uh, uh, it says, we're going to make corned beef today. Well, it, you don't just, you don't just uh, go to the store and get it. He takes right. you to the, to the farm where they actually make it and they show you the building and they show you, you actually learn even a little bit about home improvement and how mm-hmm. to construct a really killer kitchen and things like that. And so it's well worth watching, I think. And okay, it's, it's awesome. just purely, it's pure enjoyment. And the thing is, though, it makes you want to get out and 
cook and we're always about working with tools or doing things with your hands sure. and i know you're a big advocate for getting people cooking obviously oh, yes. this one will this one will get you going awesome so, have you you haven't seen that one uh, uh, all. i all right i have not seen it recently okay all it's right. been a while we'll, we'll we'll check it out so i have one more when we come back too we got quite a bit to get to but i can't wait to get to our uh toilet discussion oh yeah i know naturally. You're, you you just can't wait to go down that <laughs> Go down there. Uh, you're listening to Tool Talk Radio. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Tool Talk Radio with Joe and Alan. Dad, your hand is jammed in the toaster. What's Dad! Dad! News Talk 98.9, the roar of Memphis. I think the AI is rebelling. Mm. Probably. Yeah. But um, okay. Uh, even artificial intelligence isn't that dumb. I don't think so. Oh, no, yeah. it's smart. That's why it's rebelling. Okay. And welcome back to, I don't get, I don't really understand that joke. I'm just playing along. It's live radio. So you, what are you going to do? Just look at him and nod and smile and move on. Thank you it's, for your contribution, Max. Yeah. And welcome back to a tool <laughs> you mean, talk Thank radio. you for everything, Max. Yeah. <laughs> Coming to you from the Brown Refrigeration Studios. I'm Joe Thorderson with Thor's Hammer, Carpentry and Wood Turning here with my buddy, Alan Gilbreth from darkoakmedia.com. And uh, our pal Max over there behind the glass. You can call or text us at the Big M Roofing and Remodeling Hotline at 901-683-0989. And we invite you to watch the show, uh, two-thirds of the show, Alan. Mm. You'll never be able to see Max. He protects his identity with oh, great... Oh, we can know, rearrange Technically, that. one and a half of a show. Okay. Uh, you could say... I don't get that either. So, well, there's Alan and smile. I are on camera. Yeah, you're just not, smile at him so. and nod. And okay. He'll, he'll be all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, you can watch us on the Royal Retreat Studio cams at the 98.9 The Roar Facebook page. So check, go to News Talk 98.9 The Roar on, on Facebook and you'll, you'll find it. You can watch what's going on here. Really, you could watch it any time of the day. If you don't want to watch it now, go watch it later. Absolutely. Or they can always pop on to the podcast listings right. at Spotify and YouTube. We're yep. on both of, and by the way, I'd like to give a huge shout out to, are you ready, Joe? I'm listening. Norway. Okay, good. My, we, my people, I, I mean, was, Norway and Iceland, I, I, I thought you'd like that of, yeah, we have a very, very uh, rapidly growing uh, fan base in Norway. You know, it makes me a little nervous, though, Alan, because those Norwegians are good craftspeople and they're very precise thinkers, right? Mm-hmm. I, and, I didn't uh, say they are, weren't falling out of their chairs laughing at us. No, I just but. want. Are they going to be? <laughs> are they going to be criticizing every comment we make? Like, uh, you know, I don't know. We're well, going like to be so. on our A game when you're broadcasting yeah, but, to the Norwegians. So. Oh, I just thought okay. you'd like that. I was looking at the uh, international list, and of course, you know, Canada, and New Zealand, and our usual friends, but. Norway. Norway has risen to uh, several ranks in the last couple of weeks. Well, we, we welcome the Norwegians. There, mm-hmm. there and, you go. And Joe, you throw down the gauntlet and Agent 732 accepted it. <laughs> yeah. I just put it this way. <laughs> um, uh, he known. said, to be a saint, you need to have performed a verified miracle. And St. Swithin's miracle was to mend the eggs of a woman who dropped them when she was terrified when she saw the bishop. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. He he He... He de-humpty-dumptied the eggs. That's a pretty mundane miracle. Although, I mean, it'd be fun to watch, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Reverse scrambled eggs. So, yes. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, thanks, Agent Simmons, whoever you might be. To, you know, you say he. We don't know, Max. It's he or she. We don't. We still don't know the identity of Agent 732. You just never know. Okay. It could be you. Um, also, no. gosh, we're, we're really getting bogged down on these intros. Uh, right. We also invite you to go to the Tool Talk Radio Facebook page and check out the action over there. We've already made three posts. 
I'm not going to rehash them. Mm. Just go look at them. They're over there. So, hey, uh, Alan, before the break, though, we were talking. Uh, we were just doing some quick recommended viewing. I had recommended Paul Hollywood's Pies and Puds, which mm. just dropped on Roku. It is not a new show, but I feel like it's kind of new to us. I, I never heard of it before. It's, uh, But it's very good. You learn about um, baking and cooking, and but you learn a lot of history in the, in mm. the process. And even things about outfitting your kitchen and get, you know. Right. So it's mm -hmm. good. But I had one more. I just wanted I, one more recommended viewing only because it's something I've never thought about. But, um, uh, well, it was hot out. And I'm like, so it got me thinking about the Winter Olympics. And, of course, <laughs> when you think about the Winter Olympics, uh, you know, what do you think of? You think of curling. <laughs> At least you probably do, Alan. That's I, I can't say I've ever. No, I've never watched a curling match. I've never. Whatever. I'm just very curious about the sport because it's just such oh, an unusual. Curling is absolutely a freaking riot. Right. So watch. I was like, okay, this will be fun. It's 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 really hot out. Let me watch a few videos about curling. Well, that led to mm -hmm. videos about how curling stones are made, which right. is really fascinating. So. I like how the monopoly of the curling stones is in Scotland. It is, yes. yeah. It, it is a it is a business. Monopoly. If it had to be anywhere, it's it's Scotland. Well, the Scottish I can't remember the name of the company, Alan. I'm but proud, it's, but it's like a, K. Yeah, it's your people, Alan. They harvest the stone. They harvest the granite from. Uh, there's one island. It's basically an abandoned yes. island. It's not easy. They go and they get it. They get a harvest of stones every so often. And but the precise uh, the 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 reason I was so fascinated and the reason I'm encouraging our listeners to go check out. Uh, YouTube and look this up is the machinery that they use to make curling stones is fascinating it is ultra precise uh, stonework which yes that's cool because I always think of all you know when you're thinking of precision workmanship you're thinking of like tool and die work or thing you know but this stuff is down to the to the micrometer oh, oh, they're measuring with lasers yeah they're getting this so perfect but yes. it's pretty interesting isn't it I mean it is utterly fascinating when you get into how smooth do you have to get a rock right to have it slide that easily and that and that well because there's a skill like i was watching a few videos and i don't want to beat this into the ground but like there is so much form and technique yes. and the way they gently rotate it to get into to go to a position well that doesn't happen unless the stone is perfectly is perfect yes perfectly smooth like down and and you know even to the form of the the even to uh, accommodate the ice, because the ice apparently in curling isn't smooth. It's got little pebble, like a, it's like got little ice bubbles on it that mm -hmm. they purposely spray. I don't know. Yes, but, yes, um, they on purposely provide a semi-frictioned ice surface to curl upon. Right. Uh, <laughs> curling is just one of those most fascinating sports because it's it looks silly. Right. But when you get into it and you look at how intense the people that do the sport are and the crowd all oh, the crowds like, go bizarre. like what is it that they're cheering for that's my thing it's like you know if you're watching football it's like okay I, go go you know you know when they're heading to the third down the out. yeah but it's like or or block the punt or something here what are uh, they but, cheering well, you know, but the, you know the, the, the br exactly the <laughs> brushers who are trying to create the perfect surface for the curling stone yeah man these when you watch this the people with those brooms they are working themselves to death. Oh, they yeah. are just bam, bam, bam. They are going for it, and the crowd gets excited. It's it's an oddly high energy sport to watch. Right, cheer on, and and of uh, and it's also a little bit of a soap opera because oh, you yeah. know it's this team beat that team last time, then this time they're out for revenge, and mm -hmm. there's all oh it's 
it's a whole it's a whole wonderful soap opera drama to curling. I think at the moment the the Canadians are the champs with with curling. I think that's what I, I think said, so. at least in the recent video I watched. So, but it's fascinating. And so, you know, it's one of those things because somebody has to make curling stones. Yes, and it's not an easy process. It's, and it's my lot in life to make curling stones. Yeah, yes, and, and it's all. It reminds me of when I was a kid when we'd watch Mister Rogers. You know. And they and he takes you to like a peanut butter factory or whatever, and it, it's things you'd never thought of, and mm-hmm. it gets you. The, the thing is, after watching this, Alan, it may we want to go make something. So well, it's, that's, like, the, you it's know. like the guy that does clay for baseballs. Yeah, somebody There's has to do a, that. A type of clay right. made by one company, gathered by one guy that knows exactly where to mm-hmm. go get that exact clay. It's it's stuff that we just Absolutely don't think stunning. about. Oh, yeah. So yeah, go down the and, and we have YouTube now, so just go down those rabbit holes and and uh, report in. But anyway, I just wanted to mention that because I thought that was super super interesting. So, but um, uh, I'm I'm really eager to to bring this uh, topic up. You just up can't here. wait to pull the handle, can you? All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I knew Max. And would I be made sure that sound effect something. was royalty free. Oh. So, Insofar as a toilet flush can be royalty free. <laughs> yeah, how do you Okay. How do you copyright a sound? I was gonna say how No, do you a toilet co- sound, sorry. Yeah, I mean, is this like a yeah, you know, but Brad Pitt's toilet flushing or something? I hold the I monopoly on toilets. Right. Okay, Alan, so I'm minding my own business and I'm at my uh, I'm working at um my my friend Fred Fred and Lauren. Good right, good people, right. great customers. I I you know, and uh I've done work for them in the past, and so anyway, there's a new addition to their family, and it is the this this toilet. Now, I will say, Lauren, she's not she's she said that's Fred's bathroom. He does this; he can do whatever he wants. That's she, his little man cave. I don't care. This 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 uh, this guy is a gadget guy, right? He's right. got it's like you know you go out on his patio. What is that thing? Well, that's a what I don't even know what they're you know it's it's one tool that you would only use if you're you know, filleting this one particular kind of meat. Oh, thing. Okay. You know, so right, he's okay. one of those guys. Just he. Right, okay, it, I'm down. And so he couldn't just have a normal toilet. He had to have the ultra ultra toilet. And Alan, I posted the pictures of the toilet. It's very, it's shaped a little different than a normal right. toilet, but it's got a control panel that he mounted mm-hmm. to the wall. And I mean, this thing has got a setting for everything. Yes, I got to be delicate here, but I mean, it's got, you know. Uh, <laughs> So, it's got full flush. It's got dry rinse, which I don't know what that's all about. It's got uh, know exactly what it's, it's got, got a bidet feature. Does it sing to you? I, I don't know. It's got a light. It's got. I mean, it's got everything, Alan. Right. But you said toilet high tech toilets are are coming. I, I said, "Oh, isn't that cute?" He has one of the basic models, right? And right. you're like, "Are you kidding?" I'm like, "No, no, 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 no." Uh, there are a lot of companies, mostly based out of Japan, mm-hmm. but they're around the world now. That are betting heavy on high tech bathrooms. Okay. Of if you think about it, of in this building right here, we have high tech faucets that turn on when you put oh, your hands right. under them. Yeah, there's no handle. And there's on there's no handle. There's no turning on and turning off. You put your hands under. You break the infrared beam. Ba bum. Water comes out. When you take your hands away, the water stops. Hmm. You put your hand under the hair the hand blower. As soon as you break the infrared beam, you get jets of warm air to gently, you know, uh, remove the moisture from your hands. And this is just the tip of the iceberg, literally. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. And and because there's now there's pros and cons, Alan. I mean, immediately what people are probably shouting at the radio is 
What happens when the power goes out? They're battery operated. <laughs> they're better because they're battery powered, especially mm -hmm. with the when you're trying to wash your hands. This is the tip of the iceberg. I yeah. don't want to see what the iceberg looks like underneath. Oh, we're, 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 <laughs> oh dude, we're heading right for the berg. When oh, we're, we come back. we're diving deep, man. So, oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take a deep dive there. Man. Oh, jeez. You're listening to Tool Talk Radio. We're gonna go compose ourselves, and we'll be right back. Tool Talk Radio with Joe and Alan. Are you aware that your bathroom faucet is leaking? Are you kidding me? I just stuffed a sock in it yesterday. What else do they want me to do? News Talk 98.9, the roar of Memphis. I mean, little scotch tape, that'll take care of it, too. Duct tape. You, you know, he left off the important ingredient. Yeah, duct tape. Duct tape. It's always duct tape. Absolutely. And welcome <laughs> back to uh, Tool Talk Radio, coming to you from the Brown Refrigeration Studios. And as I predicted, Alan, we're going to be hearing more of Ron Swanson on the show. I oh, mean, I have Matt, no with doubt. Max in charge of the rejoiners, there's no doubt. <laughs> I'm Joe Thorderson with Thor Sammer, Carpentry and Wood Turning, here with my buddy Alan Gilbreth from darkoakmedia.com and our pal Max over there behind the glass. You can call or text us at the Big M Roofing and Remodeling Hotline at 901-683-0989. And we invite you to watch uh, two-thirds of the show today on the Royal Retreat Studio Cam at the uh, News Talk 98.9 The Roar Facebook page. So, uh, naturally, Alan and I are on camera, but not Max. One day we will rectify that. but um, Quietly and without telling him. Yeah, and yeah. then the world will see, get to see what um, the... It's kind of like, you remember when Kiss... Never went out in public without their makeup on, and then all mm. of a sudden, you know, one day we got to see what Gene Simmons actually looked yeah, like. Yeah, he showed up in a movie. Yeah. yeah. How, do you know, <laughs> how do you know I'm not currently wearing makeup now? Yeah, that's what we're going to see with Matt. It's going to be that big of a reveal. So, mm. yeah. Uh, okay, anyway. After you've done all that, go to the Tool Talk Radio Facebook page and check out the posts we've made over there, which I'm not going to rehash because I've already we've, mentioned we've it made three times. We've so. made several. But we got a few up there, and they're interesting. So uh, in a minute, Alan, we're going to jump back in. <laughs> jump back into our mm. toilet our high-tech toilet discussion. Dare I even um, uh, mention the text that 732 mentioned about the toilet? Put a pin oh, in yeah, it. Sure. We'll get to that in a minute. Just stand by, <laughs> Max, because he, he, you know, all right. Anyway, we'll, we'll get to that momentarily. Uh, before we get to that, though, Alan, I have somebody to mention. Our good buddy, Jay Hill, with oh, yes. Big M Roofing and Remodeling. And uh, I, I, you know, I... I haven't talked to him in a few days because I have to imagine he's probably still dealing with all the storm damage and everything that came, that that's that we're still dealing with. I think is all the power back on finally. Yes. Okay. Yes. Good. Thank goodness. Um, and uh, I I have to hope too that after those few storms that rolled in, a lot of those limbs are finally gone. I'll tell you this: I've been driving all over town. I'm seeing I'm seeing tree companies all over the place cutting. Get, cutting them away from wires and do and trimming them out and everything. So. There, there's a lot of trees down again. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's been kind of a wet summer. Right. So, but uh, uh, but I said a small thank you to him this morning when I walked outside and realized it had rained overnight. Mm-hmm. You had a and, nice dry. Oh yep. yes. Well, the thing is, because uh, you may have had trees fall in your house, you may have had storm and wind damage, and uh, but Jay is his specialty, of course is the exterior protection of your home with special emphasis on roofing, mm -hmm. you know, but he also does siding, uh, windows, gutters, and now concrete, you know, foundations. But uh, when it comes to roofing, you know, he is five stars with the Better Business Bureau. He's a GAF master elite installer. And GAF, of course, doesn't just sell shingles. They sell no. roofing systems. Yes. And these systems, they have such confidence in them. They get, they offer a lifetime transferable warranty. So you're, um, it, 
it, it, and it's not just roofing. You know, when it comes to gutters and siding and, and uh, windows, everything works as a system. You want the water to wash away from your house. You don't want mm-hmm. it to. So basically, that's Jay's, uh, that's Jay's wheelhouse. But um, there are also situations, like we were just discussing, where you may have damage to your home, especially on the roof, that is covered by your homeowner's insurance. And that is no easy feat to try to navigate right. that process. Well, Jay happens to be a former uh, insurance agent. And he, this is sort of his specialty. You and I have bas- basically both benefited from mm-hmm. uh, Jay's expertise. But uh, Jay is, uh, f- so he can help you navigate that process. So, and it's a free consultation. So if you have damage to your home or if your roof is just due for a replacement or a repair, uh, get in touch with Jay. You can call, uh, well, actually, we also want to mention, maybe you don't qualify. Maybe you also need financing. Well, Jay has 30 lenders yep. at his disposal, and financing is a piece of cake these days. You basically apply, on, you know, it takes two minutes, and you get your approvals from whatever lenders uh, approve, and then you uh, choose the terms that work best for you. So Jay is just a riot anyway. He's just, a, if you're bored, just give him a call. He's He's a fun guy to talk to, but yeah, he, and he's on, you know, one thing I like about Jay, he doesn't, he doesn't drag his feet. If you call him, he's going to be over there quickly. Yeah, they, they move fast. They move fast. So get in touch with Jay. You can call him directly at 901-484-5645 or go to bigmroofingandremodeling.com. Hey, uh, Alan, in just a second, we're going to get back to our uh, um, discussion about high-tech toilets. I do have something to mention, though, because we've been talking about this the last few weeks, um, the Memphis Comic and Fantasy Convention is coming up November 10th through 12th. And the reason I'm mentioning it here on Tool Talk, Alan, is because, for one thing, we're partnered up with all the uh, Cumulus mm-hmm. stations. And we have opportunities for you to promote your business at the uh, at the Memphis Comic and Fantasy Convention. And I we're going to announce this next week because I still have to uh, sign the agreement, Alan. But I can tell you we have a new sponsor that's going to be doing uh, presentations at the convention. And it's, it involves... Uh, they have a really unique nursery, unique plants, Ooh, and we'll probably okay. be having them on on, on Tool Talk uh, down. In the I next think few weeks. I know of whom you speak. Yeah, so. and it seemed like it was right in your wheelhouse. It, it is. Yeah, and it's like the, I, I know them pretty well. We're we're very happy to have them on board. But if you wanna, if you'd like to get on board, we have some space available still. You can get in touch with me directly at 901-921-7105, and it's it's a lot of fun. You can learn more about the uh, Memphis Comic and Fantasy Convention if you go to memphiscfc.com. All right, hey, Alan, so we were talking about um, the, the – well, I, I would – we're calling these high-tech toilets, but <laughs> – okay. When I look at it, Alan, what it really – what I've noticed, okay, it functions like a normal toilet. All the bells and whistles are on the seat, basically. This is an oversized seat with more or less, let's let's be delicate, but like little jet, you know, jets of water that it can spray mm-hmm. out. It's got infrared light. It's got, uh, which I don't know what that's all about. It's got an air dryer and a r- remote controls and things like that. But right. You're saying that is the future. People want these things. Well, I got so. news for you. That's what, a basic model. What did you say, Max? Well, Agent 732 took it a step further. Oh, gosh. Okay. The Bread Toto has a toilet that keeps user profiles. Yes. It, analy- <laughs> it analyzes you-know-what and can help determine your health and dietary needs. Exactly. That's where we're going. Okay, so we already have watches that we wear that tell you you're not walking your enough Fitbits and you're not... Ex- and that kind of stuff. And now we got Fitbit toilets. Well, exactly. Oh, and, wow. And here... Okay. It, well... 
Uh, you know how many uh, how many commercials have you seen in the last year about getting your colon checked? Right. How many? You know, welcome to human health. Yeah. And this is a part, a big part of the healthcare system. So you're on a uh, you're on a bariatric uh, reduction diet. Well, the toilet can analyze literally your results and tell you how well you're doing. It can also take your temperature, your blood pressure. It can do all of these things because it's got you there and it's non-invasive and it can provide of soothing and comforting services. Um, <laughs> Happy breakfast. Yes. Well, well, I'm being as delicate as I can. Well, Alan, you know, you're making me, okay, because, you know, the, the, the conspiracy people out there are already, okay, is the government going to get a hold of this information? And oh, well, what are they going to do with it? And how do they, and then then our advertisers going to get a hold of this information? I'd like to see the FBI agent in court, like say, your honor, I present to you this evidence from somebody's toilet. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't thinking this is where we we're going with the conversation, but you're already making me think this data, you know, we already have a digital profile for everything we look up on our phone or everything. Well, yes. now- well, I mean, they're getting us at both ends now. Congratulations, like... Joe. There will be an app for that. <laughs> All right, if there's a control panel of, but this will definitely be a big part of your ongoing in the future mm-hmm. health care because there's a lot of things going on inside of you that we don't know about until occasionally it is too late. No, I mean, there's probably you know, benefits, I'm well, sure. Well, let's, so, let's yeah. just talk about diabetes. Okay. So your body takes in certain things, it processes them a certain way, and the waste materials are removed. Right. So let me ask you an interesting question. What bodily function do you think is the most important in weight reduction? Uh, bodily function? Yes. I was going right. to say I'm trying to lose weight. Well, yeah. I'm trying to lose weight. I've lost about 30 pounds so far. Okay. I've got a few more to go. The lymphatic system. Okay. But you're, you I'm know, losing you're asking- weight. Okay. I'm losing weight. Well, it's the urinary system. Hey, Your I was thinking main that. digestive system is for processing the food substances, your nutrients. Okay. But getting rid of things that are trapped in the body generally wind up going through the liver and the kidneys. Okay. So, so. let's let's pick on if your family has a trait for possible diabetes. Right. Well, that is going to show up in your urinary output. Well, if you have a toilet that is letting you know that, hey, your sugars are a little high. Hmm. So, you know, the instant benefit from something as simple as, and I'm, I'm sorry to use the word simple, but as simple as diabetes or as common as diabetes, a smart toilet could be a very valuable tool in controlling your condition. Now, I... All right, I'll give Agent 732 this. I wasn't even thinking of that. I was only thinking of the... the uh, the different, like you said, the, the way it cleans or the, the bidet system or oh, the air oh drying no. and stuff. But this one is taking it to a whole new level. Now, I could see where you could have these sensors or something in your toilet that don't have any. You don't have to have all the other bells and whistles. This might be a common thing that's just it's just in every toilet. Maybe it just senses, you know, I mean, I'll give you because one thing I, I learned this recently, Alan, about how they discovered holes in the ozone layer was totally accidental Correct. because they were sensing maybe we can discuss this off the air but 
because of that, it led to, it's like, gosh, I'm glad we discovered this because in 60 years, we'd have been in real trouble if we didn't exactly. get a handle on this. So it's the same thing with your health. I mean, it's like early detection is always the best. So. Exactly. So yeah. now you're really catching on that the bells and whistles, the bidet feature, the rinse feature, all that stuff. Right. The user analysis. <laughs> You know, I, I the didn't user say, profile. Profile. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're not, we're, we're not going to get into the psychology of this, but right. Of we'll talk about a little bit more of that when we come back. It's interesting. Okay, uh, you know, well, that's one reason to stay tuned to Tool Talk Radio. You don't really know. We don't even know where it's going. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll give I'll give Agent a, 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 an honorary flush on and that there you one. Go. That's a good one. So, All right, Alan, um, I'm not going to tease where we're going when we come back because I don't even know. You and I are going to consult off the air, and then uh, and then we'll bring it here, and we'll present it to the listeners. You're listening to Tool Talk Radio. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Tool Talk Radio with Joe and Alan. Now, this is the forklift. You need, you need a license to operate this machine. That means the upstairs office workers can't drive it. Quiz, Mike, should you drive the forklift? I can and I have. No. Nope. News Talk 98.9, <laughs> the roar of Memphis. Yeah, always ask for forgiveness, not permission. I mean, your life will be mm. way more interesting. I mean, I don't have a license for my well, I'm manning this board. Absolutely. And welcome back to uh, Tool Talk Radio, coming to you from the Brown Refrigeration Studios. I'm Joe Thorderson with Thor's Hammer, Carpentry and Wood Turning, here with my buddy Alan Gilbreth from darkoakmedia.com and our pal Max over there behind the glass. You can call or text us at the Big M Roofing and Remodeling Hotline at 901-683-0989. And we invite you to watch the show today on the Royal Retreat Studio Cams at the uh, News Talk 98.9 The Roar Facebook page. Once you've done that, uh, you can also, and you know, you can watch it any time of day. If, you, mm-hmm. if you're driving right now, please don't watch the show. <laughs> you know, I mean, let's, let's, let's be real here, Alan. But uh, if you, it's two in the morning and you're bored, you just want to see what it looks like in here, you can you can check it out. You mm, know? They can indeed. Uh, and also, after you've done that, run over to the Tool Talk Radio Facebook page and give us a like and share the page and interact. You know, we have a, we have a. We have our regulars who are really mm. good about interacting. You know, I'm thinking of uh, Robbie, Angel. Mm. You know, and they have quite uh, a few. Debbie and these others, but uh, but also, you know, we we want your feedback because we sometimes put provocative, you know, uh, intentionally provocative subjects up there to get get a reaction. Let's let's be honest. We're talking about toilets. We're talking about to- high tech toilets, Alan. And it, you took it a direction I had, to, or no, Agent 732 took well, it a direction. We, we took it that direction because we were waiting with bated breath, literally going, here we go. Well, because, we, yeah, because I, I have a customer, Fred, who has a, but his his has nothing to do with what you were talking. It, it has to do with fancy flushing and it cleans itself and it, uh, yeah, you know, it's right. got a bidet and all this. But you were talking about the benefits of, to, uh, uh, or Agent 732 was talking about the benefits of, there could be sensors in there that test for diseases or yes. sickness or diabetes mm-hmm. or thing and that never occurred to me and you know we go to the i hate to say it there are very unpleasant tests you have to go do sometimes at the doctor and wouldn't it be nice if you didn't if the toilet just automatically well, did I, some of those and then catches <laughs> things early before it becomes well, it, a it, real problem that is exactly the point it, it is it is basically maximizing the capabilities of everyday mundane activities or equipment. I mean, everybody does it. So, uh, yeah. Well, you know, we even have the famous, you know, the famous quote, if I weren't a prince, I'd be a plumber. Right. Because sanitation and sewage 
is a massive part of human history. You're never going to go out of business if that's your if that's your business you know, we, model. <laughs> we, 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 yeah. you, the the lack of sanitation has been tragic throughout human history for right. thousands of years. Yep. Of Memphis, we're sitting right here in Memphis. We're one of the few cities, one of the earliest cities to ever have basically a sewage or drainage system because we had such a mosquito problem. Oh. New York had was one of the first ones because, well, they had a really icky brown ice problem because, mm. you know, so sewage necessity, didn't go away. you get a really advanced system. No, well, so. so here we're just kind of running, we're just letting technology run its way up, and now we've reached a point where technology can, in a non-invasive way, mm-hmm. because as the commercial says, Everybody's going to go to the bathroom. Right. Yeah. You know, Charmin says you might as well enjoy the go, you know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, but I mean, we, this is well, an everyday message on television. We've got toilet paper. We've got all these uh, toiletries to go with it. Well, why doesn't the toilet do additional duties? But on but on of like health checks. I'm thinking this is still going to be some sort of added attachment. This isn't. This is different. Okay, this is a little different than what what Fred's got. Like I said, so. no, it's not. It is the, ne- the like I said, Fred just has the basic entry level model. Okay, the next model up uh, will do things like sugar checks, and will give you a profile and health report. Of it can take your blood pressure while you're sitting there. It can take your uh, pulse rate while you're sitting there. It can do all of these things and give you a health profile that you can see over time. Well, Alan, this is a perfect uh, a perfect question for people to weigh in. I mean, if you want to weigh in and give your – because, like I said, the conspiracy people out there are going to immediately say, well, how are they going to now uh, weaponize this uh, – weaponize toilet data – you know, things like that. Or or how are we, you know, obviously there could be good uses for this. But then we already, the, we already you know. covered this in a law called HIPAA. Okay. The Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act has limited okay. health care information to treatment, payment, and health care operations. Can they? So this has already been addressed. This was addressed back in 1996. And they can keep you from getting uh, spam calls or, or advertisers. Are your, your Our advertisers going to get a hold of this? Yeah. Data. Well, your toilet is not going to suddenly, you know. Now, now, if you if you sign up for a service that auto delivers toilet paper, yeah, based on a message from your <laughs> toilet, that is up to you. You signed up for that. Okay. Of uh, so I'm there's going to be an app for all this, yeah. I, dude. There is an app for everything these days. There, okay. there really isn't a lack of apps. I okay. promise. Well, Alan. Uh, okay. So if you're out there, I think we've 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 kind of uh, run this subject. Have we covered the, it. But uh, <laughs> I think this is still something we're going to leave out on the table because there it, it's new and it ta- it. I got to be honest. I didn't even think of this aspect of it. So mm-hmm. if you if you're out there. Uh, you can call or text us at the Big M Roofing and Remodeling Hotline, 901-683-0989. And also uh, weigh in over at Facebook, uh, you know, leave some mm-hmm. comments on on the post. But, Alan, let's change gears, so. Oh, the <laughs> Can we get sued for that screen? I still feel like, how many eardrums does Max <laughs> blast out when he when he does that? 
What does that sound like if you're wearing headphones for people? You know, it's I mean, called what it, we're doing right now. We it, could hear it through headphones. Yeah, it doesn't feel good, Max. I'll tell you that. So, but, hey, uh, I gotta get my revenge somehow. If you're new to Tool Talk Radio, of course, we always find out what Alan did this week mm. because Alan does a, uni- a variety of uh, mm. jobs. He wore a lot of duties. Mm. <laughs> but um, but what did, what did you do this week, sir? Well, the big topic this week was fire safety protection. Right, because you deal uh, with commercial. Properties and I, I, you, a lot you of need commercial properties, and, yeah, okay. and and this is going to be something that's coming up for the average homeowner mm-hmm. uh, because you already see these products at the big box store. Right. Uh, there is now uh, there are two or three different companies, three uh, M, Hilti, and several others that are making fire stop technology products. Right. And basically, what this is is a putty or a foam. Mm-hmm. That has extra ingredients in it to make it fireproof. And you have smoke barriers and acoustic barriers and that kind of stuff. Generally, this stuff is kind of an orangish red. Right. And that sounds on brand. It's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's, it's sticky. Makes you think of safety. And, yeah. You know. Well, yeah. And it's the biggest thing is this is here to fill that gap that's left when something penetrates a wall. Uh, okay. So, yeah. so uh, you've got a pipe, you've got a water pipe that runs through the wall and goes out into a closet. Well, right. generally there's a hole there. There's and, gaps between the sheetrock and the right. pipe. And, and, and we, now as, as a homeowner, you don't want a gap there because you don't want cockroaches or silverfish or a mouse or something like that yeah. to find its way into your home. And as we discovered last December when we had the massive cold break. Oh, yeah. That you really don't want gaps that will let cold air come jetting into your home to freeze things. Oh, yeah. So, you know, packing and caulking and protecting your home has been a, it's not new. But these new products go on a certain way. And in many commercial buildings, it is now a requirement that you fire caulk these gaps. I'm curious why you got a fire caulk by plumbing or something like that. Is it just because fire and air? It's well, it's because it's an air avenue. It's a chimney. It's where something can, you know, if let's say we've got an outside storage closet. Right. And that's probably where you put your lawnmower or you put stuff. Well, if you have a penetration that goes into the wall and has a hole in it, if something were to happen in that outside closet, that hole becomes an instant gateway straight into your home. That's a good point because uh, all wherever that pipe runs, it runs through the stud. There's a gap there. It runs up through the rafter. There's right. a gap there. So it, it's blocking, like you said, that that um, whatever you called it. Yeah, well, it, it stops the chimney effect. The chimney effect, yeah. yeah. The chimney effect is anytime you begin pulling air through. And so there's a lot of, new, again, a lot of products that you're starting to see at the big box store that will fill this gap. Now, fire caulk doesn't work exactly like regular caulk because you really have to kind of press it up in there and make sure you've got a good seal. Not only a good seal, but you've managed to shove that stuff into that gap so that there's a good seal inside the wall as well as outside the wall. Right. Yeah, don't be shy. Yeah, you... you, yeah, don't be stingy. Does you're, it take? You're going to be generous. Does it take a long time to cure? I feel like it probably would, but no. Uh, actually, it uh, sets up pretty fast. I mean, it's not something you want to go back and play with later. 
Okay. Hey, and I'm I'm guessing there's a few more uh, fireproof. Uh, oh yes, uh, items we're going to discuss. So, all right. Well, Alan, hour one of uh, hour one of Tool Talk Radio went down the drain. No, <laughs> but quickly. Uh, but hour two is coming up, folks. Have no fear. We'll be right back. News Talk 98.9, the roar of Memphis. Tool Talk Radio with Joe and Alan. And welcome to Hour 2 of Tool Talk Radio, coming to you from the Brown Refrigeration Studios. I'm Joe Thorderson with Thor's Hammer, Carpentry and Wood Turning, here with my buddy Alan Gilbreth from darkoakmedia.com and our pal Max over there behind the glass. You can call or text us at the Big M Roofing and Remodeling Hotline at 901-683-0989. And we invite you to watch the show uh, on the Royal Retreat Studio Cams. If you run over to the News Talk 98.9, the Roar Facebook page, you can see them there. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can watch them any time of day. So, folks, if you're driving, by all means, don't watch the show. Just (laughs) do your driving. Just listen the old-fashioned way. Um, And also, Alan, hey, if they want to listen... Uh, 24 hours a day at, and to any of our past shows on Spotify or YouTube, that is a great option. And we're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we apologize in advance. So that's but a yeah, great option. We are completely portable and bingeable. They can pop over to either Spotify or the uh, new YouTube podcast, uh, podcast system. Yeah. And we are there, and you can actually hear years of past shows. So, yeah. Uh, Dive in, and uh, you can tote us around anywhere you want to. And once again, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. we'll be all right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, check it out. It is fun to listen to really old stuff, too, just to you know hear how the show has evolved over time. Yeah, so we, We've done all right. Has uh, it? And then after that, go over to the Tool Talk Radio Facebook page. Give us a like. Join the Tool Talk Radio community. Yep. Like and, us and subscribe. And interact. And we really want you to weigh in, too, on the uh, provocative discussion we had earlier about uh, – about smart toilets. And, yeah, would um, you want one? Do would you, you want, want one? one? Yeah. Do you want to have a toilet test you every time you go to, you know, to, to, let, to give you advance notice? You might have a disease lurking out there, and if you can get early detection, that's not Maybe a Maybe I could thing. practice my Japanese with my robo-toilet buddy. Yeah. I don't, Max, we just, can, <laughs> okay, I don't know. Hey, uh, also, speaking oh, of Max, wow. I want to remind you that if you missed the first hour of the show, Max was kind enough to, to uh, let us know that uh, today is St. Swithin's Day. Mm-hmm. Great name, St. Swithin. But uh, basically, the way it's celebrated is more or less the British version of Groundhog's Day. So what is it, Max? It's going to be the next 40 days. This is the weather report for the next 40 days based on St. Swithin, right? Exactly. So. I mean, and there's even a poem from back in the day. Okay. It said, St. Swithin's Day, if thou dost reign for 40 days, it will remain. St. Swithin's Day, if thou be fair, for 40 days will reign no name air, which okay. means no more. Well, will not a- be there. Alan, during the break, I went ahead and looked up the uh, I, I, I looked up the forecast for London. And boy, if St. Swithin comes through on this mm-hmm. for the next 40 days, London is going to have some beautiful weather. It's uh, right now it's uh, 70 degrees. The low tonight is going to be uh, six, uh, 59 and partly cloudy, but also mostly sunny. So, I mean, nice. you cannot beat that. Those, I'll, I'll take those temperatures <laughs> all day. So, St. Swithin, you're, you've got your work cut out for you. Man, that is, that's a nice report. I'd unless take he's, that. Unless he's vengeful about the whole grave thing and wants to, like, um, uh, throw in a last-minute thing of rain. Okay. <laughs> you never know. But uh, so so we'll be following this uh, this uh, with great interest. So, hey, Alan, uh, we've got more to get to, but uh, before we get to that, I'd, I'd love to hear more about our new uh, our new sponsor. 
Well, that is the Royal Retreat Assisted Living. And of as you and I both know, in every family dynamic, you reach a point where you need some help. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You, need, you need to have a family member taken care of, pampered, and of... Uh, Put someplace uh, safe, nice, and wonderful, and that is the Royal Retreat at 6551 Knight Arnold Road, right there at, it's very convenient, it's right by uh, Germantown and Collierville, right there on Kirby Parkway, right off of 385. Absolutely. So, really, really convenient, and uh, they can get in touch with Lana Candela, who is the uh, Community Resource Director, and they can call the office at 901 563 2210. And the biggest thing I can tell anybody, if your family is in need of these services, go take a tour and ask questions. Yeah. And everybody's family is going to be in, is going to be in need. So don't wait till the last minute. These are the kind of things you're way better off when you are proactive and you take a. Go look, go ask questions. Don't, don't uh, regard 70 sitcoms as, (laughs) uh, you know, as your source material. Uh, Really, you need to go take a look at the modern facility, what they've got going on, uh, how they do their activities, how the rest, you know, these don't just have a cafeteria. They have restaurants in them these days. Yeah. They have full activity directors doing all kinds of stuff. So go take a look, give them a call. Uh, go investigate and go ask lots of questions. Absolutely. So, yeah, check it out. And and I do like how convenient it is because you are going to be visiting all the time. And isn't it nice when you can just basically pull off the freeway? You can pull off the 385 and within three minutes you are on site. There you go. You know, you know th- I don't want to jinx it, but I, I go down 385 fairly regularly. And I it doesn't seem like it gets as bottled up as other parts of the no, thank it. goodness. <laughs> now I <laughs> so say that far. everybody's going to take the shortcut to 385, but I, I don't know. I find that road gets less blockage mm-hmm. unless there's an accident or something. But well, no, it's a great location. So uh, Royal Retreat, we love the folks over there, and we thank them for the studio cams as well, Alan. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Although I didn't shave today, so everybody's going to see Yeah, that. it's all right. Okay. Hey, Alan, before the break, we were talking about um, fireproof. Well, you were dealing with fireproofing uh, your facility there's caulk. I feel like there's a few items that maybe, okay, you made a point that I just never considered, but uh, the fact that if, if if there's a pipe running through a wall, mm-hmm. well, there is a gap there cre- that, that runs through sheetrock, it runs through the studs, it runs through, really, you would have a gap that could run a good 50 feet to wherever the source of the, the water is or wherever it goes, and that's a path for, for fire, you know, yep. and so you've got to block all those avenues out. Exactly. Know? And yeah. there is even, uh, I know we have all used uh, expanding foam. Mm-hmm. Of, and there is now a couple of companies making a expanding foam with fire protection in it. Right. Which I just absolutely love. Now, does it basically function the same? It I mean, works it just the, the same. same. It's just kind of a funky orange instead of the weird off yellow. And you can still sand it and shape it and work with it. But it is an actual fireproofed product. And there's also uh, putties that right. are now coming out that are fireproof putties. So when you've got that hose, you got that, that you know, where the hose comes out of the brick somewhere. Right. Then you've got all that air gap. And you know that you got bugs and critters getting up in there. Sure. Yeah, you just know it. Uh, they make a good high thick putty that you can work into there and seal that hole up nice. Nice and clean and good, but now you have a long-lasting putty or caulk 
that is now also providing a level of fire protection. Alan, I can hear people shouting at the radio because the obvious one is what about fireproof paint? Is that on the way? Because, I mean, every surface in the house practically um, is painted. So No, not really. Uh, there there was a while back a, a type of joint compound that was supposed to work that way, but it dried and flaked off too fast. All right, so if you're so, an inventor out there, this is your tat. That's your next you billion-dollar idea, fireproof paint. Fireproof paint. You're listening to Tool Talk Radio here at News Talk 98.9 The Roar of Memphis. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with our great moments in building history. Tool Talk Radio with Joe and Alan. I thought I told you. I do the cutting around here. News Talk 98.9, the roar of Memphis. Yeah, Alan, if you want a happy job site, everybody's got to stay in their lane, man. That is, <laughs> that is for sure. One guy does the cutting, the other one, you know. Yeah, yeah. And welcome back to uh, Tool Talk Radio, coming to you from the Brown Refrigeration Studios. I'm Joe Thorderson with Thor's Hammer, Carpentry and Wood Turning, here with my buddy Alan Gilbreth from darkoakmedia.com. And our pal Max over there behind the glass. Technically, I do the cutting around here because I could cut off your mics. Yeah. Okay. He's really did he? He's he's over caffeinated today. I don't know what I don't know what you gave him, Alan. I, I'm gonna uh, tell. I'm, I'm, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell that weird doctor that Max has got a raccoon hidden on him. No kidding. <laughs> you can call or text us at the Big M Roofing and Remodeling Hotline at 901-683-0989. We also invite you to watch the show on the Royal Retreat Studio Cams. You can check those out at the News Talk 98.9 The Roar Facebook page and uh, see, you know, watch Alan and I do the show. Max, of mm. course, is conveniently off camera once again. But after you've done that, uh, you can run over to the Tool Talk Radio Facebook page and check out the posts we've made there. I strongly encourage you to do so because in a minute, Alan, we're going to get to our uh, great moments in building history. And these items are, they're, they're really interesting to see because they look they are. They just look like uh, simplicity itself. These are ancient forms of air conditioning and refrigeration, mm -hmm. but I like them partly because they look like something right out of Star Wars. You know, this is this they is are. Tatooine architecture at its it best. Is. It is. So check that out. But Alan, before we get to that, what a what a convenient tie-in. Let's talk about our good buddy Larry Brown oh, with yes. Brown Refrigeration. You know, it's interesting. What would what if Larry was born two thousand years ago? Would he be? Would he still be in air conditioning? You know what I mean? Would he be one of these guys making these ancient, you know, because it seems like air conditioning is, is in his blood. He's very It would be Lorenzo Brownson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing what an ancient Larry Brown would look like. So I could I picture know. like the Renaissance robes and attire. I could, I could, I could dig it. Yeah. I think he'd, I, I still think he would be somehow involved in keeping us cool. You know, he would. And, uh, really and, and warm, too, because these things function both ways. But uh, if you, you know, we live in the modern era, Alan, enough of this mm -hmm. uh, weird, you know, stuff. But uh, uh, if you have any HVAC needs, we all, you know, okay, your relationship with uh, an HVAC company is a relationship. It isn't just a matter of purchasing your unit, saying, thank you, I'll see you in 20 years when this mm -hmm. wears out. No, this is an ongoing, it's just like a car. It yep. needs to be maintained. And when it is maintained... It, it basically pays for itself. If it's yes. running at peak efficiency, you know, your utility bills, boy, you talk about something that adds up for good or bad. If you're saving 50 bucks a month because you have an efficient system versus spending an extra 75, think of think of what that adds up to over the it's, years. It's a big gap. Yes. And it's that's pretty realistic, too. I mean, when you have an efficient system, 
it, it is those kind of savings. And so also it's it's just adding to the comfort of your home. So you need a rock solid company like Brown Refrigeration. The other great thing about Brown Refrigeration is they're always dealing with the cutting edge of technology. They do they use train systems and of course they are all about the Remy Halo system offering clean air, clean the ultimate in clean air technology using the UV power of the sun uh to create cleaning particulates so that every bit of air that uh, is released from, uh, you know, your HVAC system is clean and uh, non-offensive. And also it cleans every surface that it's hitting. So it all works in harmony and it's a very precisely calibrated unit. So you need experts that uh, that know what they're doing. And there's nobody better than uh, Larry Brown with Brown Refrigeration. They also answer their phones, which I always appreciate. So uh, and if you're lucky, Mrs. Brown will answer the phone and you'll have a, a good time talking to her. Uh, you can get in touch with them. Uh, you can call them directly at 901-362-1881 or go to brownref.com. All right. Well, guys, this is going to be interesting. Let's and get to now, it. great moments in building history. Okay, Alan, this is uh, this is going to be cool. We, we, we're doing this in uh, – we're, we're basically – doing a two for one today we're doing ancient refrigerators and ancient air conditioning systems of the middle east only because i mean there's so many other systems that have been developed throughout history uh you know we can't focus on them all however i like i said in full disclosure I, i'm partial to these because they look like they're right out of star wars so mm. um you know <laughs> and they make sense to me too when i'm reading it but uh alan i cannot pronounce this first uh well and, this and first uh item at all I, i'm gonna start off with the words everything old is new again mm, good because point. Yeah. all of the principles about everything we're about to talk about apply today to modern home construction and the future or they should and if they we're will, gonna well, be smart let's tap exactly, into exactly exactly right so let's talk about the ancient persian ice pit better known as a akchal so one I feel meaning, like you need to spell that out because it is the weirdest. It pronunciation. is a Y A K H, which means ice, okay. and C H A L, which means pit. Right. Okay. So basically, it was an ice pit, and if you look at it, it looks very much like a cross between of a finished ice cream swirl from a soft serve and an igloo. It's cool looking, and it looks very simple. The, the, I mean. They. Well, they look simple on the outside. On the inside was actually a very complex water evaporation system. And here's where we get to an interesting thing. Because I'm going to say, Joe, you're from Chicago, right? Yeah. You've seen a snowplow, right? Uh-huh. All right. How fast does the stuff on the yard melt versus the stuff the snowplow moved? Oh, yeah. Okay, so the street definitely melts quicker. The street melted Especially faster. Especially when the sun comes out. Right. You know. The street yeah. melted faster. The yard melted faster. But then you go to the mall and all of that ice and snow that they bulldozed over or snow plowed over and left in a big pile, how long does it take that pile to go away? Yeah, it depends. It could it could sit there for weeks and weeks. Weeks but, and weeks. All right. So you, but, but, Alan, in fairness, the yard doesn't melt as quick as the sidewalk. I exactly. Will. Okay. Just, so, just to in clarify, order yeah. of radiant absorbed heat, mm -hmm. the darker the substance underneath, like the street or the sidewalk, 
the sooner it's going to melt the ice and water, the snow on top of it, right? Okay. Yeah. The yard, which is a nice brown cover to it, you know, is going to get next. And then, but that pile of snow that got snow plowed over to the side, that stuff is there sometimes for months. And now you're making me think of it, Alan. It is compressed, too, and it's packed together. And, and it's, it's dirty, layered, though, too, but, but whatever. But it's yeah. layered. Right, right. So. It's kind of like making a snowball. It's compressed versus the snow that's just sitting in your yard. Exactly. Loose. There's okay. not a lot of free molecular air movement okay. going on inside that pile. Right. So now you have now got the basic idea of how an early refrigeration system could work. Okay. Because what we want to do, of course, is get rid of the sun. Yeah. We can't, you know, we can't have the sun putting energy into it. Right. So now it it snows during winter. We gather that snow up and we pack it down good and tight and we fill up our ice pit. Right. And we've got it protected from the environment. We've got insulated walls like an igloo cooler and we've got the sun off of it. And we have an evaporation system to keep it from becoming too much water. So now we have got a storage system for tons of ice and snow that would now last. All right. Well, we already know it's going to last for months in the parking lot. Right. Imagine how long it could last if we covered it and tried to make it last. Um, Alan, the reason I'm okay. So this, how do you pronounce it? A uh, Whatever a it is. Yak chow. Okay. So, Alan, the thing is, this is a desert climate. They get almost no rain here. Because if you look at this thing, folks, go to our website. I would def- I mean, go to our Facebook page. It looks kind of almost like a, I don't know what, like almost like a beehive. Tor- exactly. Tor- it kind of goes up into a cone shape. Now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Alan, there's a vent on the top, right? There is. And there a- are periodic vents that let light, just a little bit of light, at, like almost windows, and they, I'm guessing they also release what humidity or just they uh, they're to release. release gases right okay so but okay if we lived in a climate where there's constant rain or something that doesn't work because it's going to flood the play it'll it'll fill it up or well, you build or you'd have to at least build a curved structure but it, it works perfectly here but alan i'm looking at this thing this is from 4000 bc yes uh what country are we at here i mean this you're in the persian area right you're in the persian area okay yes well, this is a big place, and it's basically almost dome technology made from ad- well, like adobe. It's mm-hmm. adobe. Well, that that in and of itself is no easy feat. I mean, exactly as we've seen. So that in and of itself is impressive. It's almost got this chimney effect. But Alan, the uh, you told me when we were discussing this, the I was like I was getting into all the complex science and everything, and I said, Alan, you're going to have to explain the science, and you put it. Very simply, you said, yeah, just dig a deep enough hole, right? Exactly. So the further down you go, you were talking about uh, air layers and ice and and thermal layers and stuff. Exactly. Well, like when you go in a cave. Right. So if we were to go over here to uh, East Tennessee and we went to Cumberland Caverns, Mm -hmm. when you reach a certain point in the cavern, it's 55 degrees. Oh, yeah. It could be 95 outside. It could be 110 outside or it could be 32 outside. Right. The inside of that cave, the base temperature is 55 degrees. I, I would say the the concept of the air being cooler down below sort of fuels all of the technology here in the Middle and, East to keep your out. Because we're, we're also going to talk about wind catchers and things well, like that. And also, they all tie together. Well, let's yeah. pick on good old Tennessee, yeah. the root cellar. Right. 
where you went and dug a big pit and you put some walls in it and you covered it up with soil so that it was protected from the sun and it stayed a lot cooler in that root cellar than it did up there on those fields. Right. So now the products that you collected, like potatoes and that kind of things, could be in a dark, cool environment and preserved. It's fascinating because if you look at the desert, if you look at the Middle East, you would think there's no way you can keep things cool here. I mean, it's a losing battle, and yet, mm. the, our, yet you know, the ancients figured out a way to do it. So we're going to discuss more of that uh, when we come back here on Tool Talk Radio. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Tool Talk Radio with Joe and Alan. Hey there. Is there a project you're working on? I know more than you. All right. News Talk 98.9, the roar of Memphis. You don't have to be a jerk about it. It's like I will neither confirm to deny that conversation happened at a big box store. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just leave it alone. So say thank you and move along. That's right. And welcome back to uh, Tool Talk Radio, coming to you from the Brown Refrigeration Studios. I'm Joe Thorderson with Thor's Hammer, Carpentry and Wood Turning, here with my buddy Alan Gilbreth from darkoakmedia.com and our pal Max over there behind the glass. You can call or text us at the Big M Roofing and Remodeling Hotline at 901-683-0989. And we also invite you to go to the Royal Retreat. Uh, well, if you can watch the show on the Royal Retreat Studio Cams, if you scoot on over to the News Talk 98.9, the Roar Facebook page and uh, watch the show. But, Alan, of course, don't watch it if you're driving. You know, there's time. You can do it later. You don't have to do it right this minute. Uh, as a matter of fact, you can listen to any Tool Talk radio episode at any time, 24 hours a day. You can binge listen. Absolutely. Any show we've ever done, it's out there in the ether, right, Alan? So, <laughs> it's I not mean, just in the ether. It's on Spotify and the new podcast service from YouTube. Yeah, pretty pretty impressive. So do that. And then, of course, scoot on over to the Tool Talk radio Facebook page and be sure to give us a like and weigh in. I would really like more feedback on our uh, high-tech toilet discussion that we had. Uh, yeah, we, I want to know, would you about, have one? What, Agent 732's description of Toto the talking toilet wasn't enough? Well, <laughs> we, we, we want more. We don't. We need more voices on this, uh, on this Max. But um, We need uh, Toto to call in. Yeah, but also, you know, some people catch the show late. They may, mm. they may be listening in the future. You know, think of that. That'll mm. hurt your brain. You can still weigh in next week. Some of these topics, we, we leave them out there because it is the future of toilet technology. So it is. We, uh, the, the conversation isn't going anywhere. Alan, in our great moments in building history, we are discussing two form. While we're discussing ancient refrigeration, we're talking like a massive ancient refrigerator from 400 BC. We're also talking about ancient, for lack of a better term, air conditioning. You and know, those are cool called and those are called wind catchers. But the Persian term is the bajir. The Bajir. Okay. Hey, like Dr. Bajir from, or Bashir. It's B A D G I R. I wonder if he's, na you know, in, in Deep Space Nine, that's uh, Dr. Bashir. He's a cool character. Anyway, hey, Alan, um, so ancient, we, we were talking about, um, let's, let's, let's wrap up the, uh, the uh, description we gave of the Yak, Yaktels. Those things mm -hmm, are very hard mm -hmm. to pronounce. Uh, it's basically a, it, you know, we're not talking about an individual refrigerator. These are a community refrigerator. These things exactly. are massive. This is a, Folks, go to the Tool Talk Radio Facebook page. You will see a giant, basically Adobe, for lack of a better term, it almost looks like an upside-down tornado or some kind of a right. dome shape with various vents on the side. But it's it's got a very deep hole. And what they did is they would they would in the winter pull down. They would they would transport ice and snow from the mountains, 
haul it down and store it under there. And if you store it deep enough, it could it could stay. And everybody from the community brought their food down there, and uh, yeah, you and could it, store your food. You, so. you you packed it appropriately, and you know the the perfect two examples I can give you from just everyday nature would be a snowpack. Right. Or a snow pile where the wind blew it all up eight foot high. You got a big snow drift. Mm-hmm. And the snow around it, if you if you live up north, this is no big thing. The snow around it melts, but that snow drift might be there until June. Right. And it's going to take forever Because to of the elevation. When, when I lived in Arizona, Alan, there was snow. And it's in Arizona, you would think there isn't. And then because of the elevation right. off in the distance, you could see. And it. it's yeah. also a matter of how well packed it was, right. how much air movement there is around it. There's a lot that goes into it, but there are ways of keeping that ice and snow available right. for long periods of time. Today, we do it with coolers. Right. It's the same idea. Now, another basic idea is a termite mound. Ah, okay. So, you know, when you look at your nature documentaries and they show you Saharan Africa, they love to show you the big giant termite mounds that come up out of the ground. Well, being bugs, they can't tolerate extreme heat or mm-hmm. extreme cold. Right. So these guys actually build the most amazingly efficient air conditioning systems you've ever seen. They are constantly exchanging old air for new in and out of these chimneys where they either warm it up how they want it or they cool it down how they want it by moving how the tunnels are connected underneath. That's sort of interesting. I never thought of termites as great builders in nature, but yeah, that's well, a this point. is this is of a huge thing on where possibly this idea of exchanging air could come from, right? Because let's say you've got a cave system that's got some water in it. Mm-hmm. Well, we know that the air in that cave is only going to be fifty-five degrees, right? So now you have a source of air. Yeah. Any air you put down there is going to be cooled down to 55, and the air you remove from it is going to be cooler until it heats up up on the surface. So now we have got places, maybe not widespread like home-to-home air conditioning, but you could have a, a community center built around a water source or a cool air source that could keep your community or food cooler Right. And thus make it last longer. Yeah. Well, the, so the, uh, I guess to me, the big thing is harvesting the ice. You got to get that down from the mountain without it melting and, and right. get it quickly. And it's a large amount. I mean, they got to get quite a bit down there. So the ice harvest must have been an interesting time of year. And That's... I'd like to see how they transport it. Those carts must have been well insulated. And Well, you're you know also I mean? transporting it when it's below freezing. Right. So, you know, you're doing all of this work before the heat gets to it. But even... Even below freezing in the desert, Alan, the sun's beating on your mm. cart full of ice or snow, it, it's going to melt. It so, can I mean, evaporate. So. Maybe they also had to do work at night because the weather ah. in the desert gets really cold at night. That's a good point. They might have won the night shift because if the moon's out, you could probably still see what you're doing. So. Well, under a full moon, you could definitely uh, see for miles and miles and miles. Plus, there's lots of skins and wraps and stuff they could put around it. So, welcome to how early on we were thinking about insulation. Air control, air movement, humidity, storage, uh, a lot of principles we're still using today. Right. This is just sort of a random aside, but you mentioned like the glow of the moon and everything. But I'm wondering if because like the desert is like just like a giant, like, well, for all intents and purposes, 
sand. I thought it was just like cut up glass or whatever. But I thought that our glass is from sand. Yeah. But anyways, I thought I was wondering if like sand is actually a very a re- reflective surface for something like the moon, where it's like if the moon's really glowing out, if it makes if it's even more reflected or illuminated because of the by virtue of the, the structure of the sand. Hmm. Uh, I will now, tell I think you. It does, I think it is Max because. Uh, yeah. yeah, I will In San tell Diego, you, I seem to remember exactly. at night at the beach seeing it really bouncing off the, the uh, sand. Uh, so. The one thing you will notice uh, when, when I have friends come to visit from out west, the one thing they will remark on is how dark it is here. Yeah, that's uh, a good point. Yeah. When I lived in West Texas, which was I, out on the panhandle, pretty close to what you would call just sand. Right. Of It is definitively brighter at night than it is here. I seem to remember. I, didn't, I don't want to sidetrack because we got more to get to. But Brent, Alan, I seem to remember playing a, a, a touch football game on the beach under the glow of a full moon, and we could see and we could we mm-hmm. could do whatever we want, you know. And so there was that much light that would reflect, and it's reflecting off the water and everything. So right, yeah. All right, hey, that's that's a good point, well, Max. It is. It does tie directly into this because we are can. This is all about controlling your environment for your own comfort. Right. And you and I had talked about this, that the invention of air conditioning kind of ruined how we used to build homes. Well, let's get to that because now speaking of homes, and this isn't just homes, these are structures. Another, Mm -hmm. now we're, we're going from ancient refrigeration techniques to ancient, for lack of a better term, air conditioning. The best year. And this worked both in the summer to keep you cool and in the winter to keep you warm, depending on how you Mm -hmm. controlled the airflow. So, so Max, you talked about these wind catchers, you know. Uh, exactly and, and they you, look cool check out our facebook page these things look like i said like something out of star wars it looks like a miniature jedi temple or something and you but, know what's cool about the bajiers is they also take advantage of another th- a third element of these ancient cities and that was called that was called the kanats which were underground irrigation systems and so if you get a whiff of air making contact with the cool water even cooler air. Right. Now, Alan, I remember this, and I think we even brought this up with Larry Brown years ago. Before before air conditioning was a thing, like before that, you know, Freon and all that. Okay. I thought in, in there were there were places in New York, luxury places, where they basically dug they discovered that all the air down in the subways that they had just dug was cool. And if yes. you could find a way to vent that up into the fancy schmancy hotel, yes. you suddenly had a, a cooler hotel room or something like that so basically getting air from underground and moving it to where you want it mm-hmm. is the principle we're talking about here right well, and this and, goes back 2500 years and so. this also goes back to your biblical times when we used to have bathing houses mm, okay. because you had natural water coming up from the ground right and that water would normally be at least 55 degrees or cooler unless it was volcanic right in which case you had a hot spring yeah. So exactly. we have that right over here next door to us in Arkansas at Hot Springs, Arkansas. And I was even going to mention, too, I believe it's Zion National Park that actually takes advantage of these kind of wind catcher ideas. Because I remember it's like they were researching and they said, I think there was 25 degrees cooler than the outside just by virtue of using this wind te- catcher technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're trying to picture what this looks like, folks, you imagine basically for large extra large chimneys four chimneys facing each direction so that depending on which way the wind's coming it's going to catch the breeze and by and so imagine the breeze comes in these vents it it pushes it down into the to the home or the 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 
the structure, whatever it is, and it starts moving it around, and eventually it moves it down underground to where the, the cool air is, and then it circulates throughout. There's just, it creates airflow through your house very yes. naturally, and there's a lot of, there's a skyscraper in Africa that is using this exact technology, and it's, I think modern buildings need to start adapting some of this. I think I mean. when we were even talking about the Tokyo Sky Mile Tower, they were even talking about the idea of catching clouds or catching the cold that's up above and using it to kind of cool the mm -hmm. upper surfaces because it's harder to move cool air, freon, whatever, up. And so take advantage of the, what's up and then bring it down instead. Right. Yeah. I mean, sometimes we think of the ancients. Uh, it, we think it's very primitive back then. Man, it was high tech. Uh, they the they were show making we were, the most of what yeah. they had in very ingenious ways. Yeah, so we'll we'll unpack that when we come back. Pretty interesting stuff. You're listening to Tool Talk Radio here at News Talk 98.9 The Roar of Memphis. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Tool Talk Radio with Joe and Alan. You've got paper, and you've got paint. A deadly combination! <laughs> Let me show you that. News Talk 98.9 The Roar of Memphis. I, I'd love to know what kind of paint he's using. Alan. I mean, <laughs> so far, I haven't opened a latex can of paint that's ready to burst into flames. No, no. He's back in the old oil days. That guy's weird. And welcome back to uh, Tool Talk Radio. Coming to you from the Brown Refrigeration Studios. I'm Joe Thorderson with Thor's Hammer, Carpentry and Wood Turning. Here with my buddy Alan Gilbreth from darkoakmedia.com. And our pal Max over there behind the glass. You can call or text us at the Big M Roofing and Remodeling Hotline at 901-683-0989. We also invite you to watch the show on the Royal Retreat Studio Cams. You can scoot on over to the News Talk 98.9, the Roar Facebook page, and watch those any time of day. I mean, don't feel obliged to do it now. Mm -hmm. Go back and, you know, it's in the archive. It'll be out there forever. You have until That's forever to watch it. So <laughs> also, uh, we invite you to visit the Tool Talk Radio Facebook page and check out the action over there, uh, including, you know, our conversation that we're having now. We have great, we have a couple of uh, pictures of great examples of ancient refrigeration and ancient air conditioning that we're in the middle of discussing. But, uh, hey, Alan, we're going to jump back into that conversation. But before we do, what is happening with uh, darkoakmedia.com? Uh, darkoakmedia.com is having a great summer. Of our biggest hits are, of course, our podcast with Geek Tank Radio and Tool Talk Radio. Okay. Of the other big hit is the types of people you might see. Of if you've ever been to a barbecue or a movie or something like that, there, um, there are a few wonderful people that stand out as, you know, that that guy you always see at. So you haven't been sued yet for that production? No, we're having a great, we're having a great deal of fun with that. You stereotype and, people and uh, pigeonhole them and then mock them for our Yeah, but we play them. Okay. So, you know, it's, it's, you're, you're basically watching me make fun of myself at Home Depot. Okay. So, All right. Uh, kind of things. And the other big one is, of course, it came from the international market in which we celebrate snack foods from around the world. And you get to try them. Okay. Yeah, that is, that's another good one. And didn't you uh, subject uh, some of our comrades over we here at Cumulus did. to that? Uh, yeah. Oh, the 98.1 The Max got a short version of it on Friday. And um, I think I have a couple of big converts. Well, Danny and Country Corey are never going to say no to free food. Well, I mean, you know what? They, they didn't. <laughs> they did not. <laughs> okay. So check that out. Uh, I don't know if they save that for the ages, but you probably did. I, I so. probably will. Okay. Uh, darkoakmedia.com. And of course, if you're a content creator, get in touch with Alan because he, 
he doesn't say no to a whole lot, as you can tell. He may put you on. You may wind up on TV, man. Uh, you know, Roku TV is a thing. It is. So, hey, Alan, uh, very interesting. And uh, so, um, in a minute, we're gonna uh, we're gonna circle back and kind of wrap up our great moments in building history discussion. But we don't we don't want to fail to get to our must have item of the week. So, um, this one I thought would have a fancier name. I'll be honest, Alan. You know, I have some tools. I'm I'm not ashamed to admit this. I'll admit this on the radio. I have some tools and some even some things that, that I do on a regular basis. I don't know the technical terms for them. I had to send you a picture of this, and I use this tool frequently. Folks, right. I know what I'm doing. I know how to use it, but I couldn't remember the name of it. So, well, you have a so, standard manual caliper. And I'm like, okay, surely, because this thing is multi-purpose, yes. surely it does. It's got to have a fancier name. It's but the no. measuring version of a slide rule. So, folks, if you're trying to imagine this, if you turned it, uh, on its side and you open it a little, it looks exactly like the letter F, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And so this is this is used to measure, well, what I use it for, I know it could be used for many things. You can measure uh, diameter, exact down to the micromillimeter uh, uh, or my, you know, inches or whatever mm-hmm. uh, for diameters of holes or the diameter of, a, you know, I use it for my wood turnings, Alan. If I'm trying to recreate a, a particular walking stick or something. The difference, if it's off even an eighth of an inch in diameter or something, right. it's noticeable. You need to be very precise. So I save the measurements and then I can kind of recreate certain um, wood turnings. But I know people use it for different um, purposes. This has a depth gauge. It has this little thing where if you right. lower, this little pin goes into the depth of whatever gap and you can measure. It's it's really handy. Now, I'll be honest, this is about the cheapest version if you look, folks, this thing's made of plastic. I, hey, I bought this 20-something years ago, yeah. and it still works, so I don't oh, yeah. care. But they have digital versions. They have some pretty high-tech versions. The very high-tech, yes. But a caliper is a really handy tool, and it's a, it's another one of these um, where if you're if you're trying to get uh, young people interested in working with tools, this is cool. Give them a caliper. Let them go measure stuff around the house. Well, and it gets them go. oh, okay, this is kind of You know, fun. well, it has that kind of I'm cheating on my test effect on it. Yeah. Because it has, you know, all of the different slides and answers and how you apply it gives you different readings and measurements and it beat having to figure this stuff out by hand. Right. No, yeah. it's great. It's a very handy tool and you never know when you're going to need precise measurements like that. And uh, actually quite a bit, which is the big shocker. Right. Right. And it's it's super handy. So the caliper, I just wish it had a fancier name that sounded uh, that's more That's good impressive. enough for me. Okay. Hey, Alan, uh, before the break and really earlier in the show, we were talking about ancient forms of refrigeration and air conditioning. We And these we're focusing on uh, methods from the Middle East around 2,400 years ago, because um, for one thing, these are things I I can get my head around because many nations did this. We're not saying that they were the only ones to do this, but they have a unique climate too. The the climate is actually perfectly suited for these because they don't get a lot of rain, so they don't have to worry about, you know, getting flooded out or having their house get flooded with this ventilation system. But uh, we talked earlier about yacht yakels whatever I, mm-hmm. I can't pronounce them but now we're talking about wind catcher which is basically using uh t- using air currents to move the air exactly where you want it well they are based on the exact same principles we use today mm-hmm. in the fact that air in motion is cooling right also it is removing built-up humidity so you know i hate to say it is one thing people forget is People and animals make heat and humidity. 
That's a good point. So man. if you yeah. got four or five people in a small room, everybody's kind of like, well, I don't understand how an igloo can keep you warm. Uh, well, if you got you go. four people in a little small cardboard box, that thing heats up fast. That's a good point. Of, yeah. If you're the first person to walk into a convention hall, it's cold. <laughs> you show up an hour later and there's yeah. 2,000 people right. and it's pretty warm. I know yep. this is kind of nerdy, but it makes me think of like Attack on Titan with like the colossal Titan. It's like that guy emits a lot of steam and a lot of heat. He's big. Yeah, well, what ex- is his body temperature? Exactly. Yeah. So yep. these simple principles were let's capture the air. Let's keep it moving. If we do have a cooling source, water, depth, cave, whatever, we can move that air through there. And bring it back. But the biggest thing was, like you say, unlike when you watch a movie like uh, Star Wars. Right. Tatooine is a desert environment. So it is all about maximizing moisture and keeping the air moving. So that is why the buildings look, well, so Persian. They look like that. Yeah, and that's uh, why Luke Skywalker lives underground. Because, hey, man, it, it's it cooler down there. It is easier. It exactly. It is easier. Yeah. And you see a lot of this in Central Australia these days. Their entire community is built underground. Um, and I don't think I'm talking out of school here, Alan. I think people like Larry Brown would actually support this kind of because this technology, there's no reason if if nature is giving you a solution, mm-hmm. don't turn your nose up at you don't have to say, Well, we have air conditioning. We don't need you know, we the the more you can lessen the 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 burden on the grid or on the on the on your air conditioning unit just by using nature to move air through the house. Oh yes, use it, man. I, I think construction needs to start taking these into account now. And you ha- you kind of in, inspired something to me. It's like, wait a second, how I wonder if back in ancient times there was a way of having sanitizing air like we do these days with the Remy Halo system. Like, mm-hmm. was the air really pure but um, uh, that was being blown in because it was, like, it's just directly from the source? Now, that's a good question. I don't know. We have to ask, did the... Well, we know the Remy Halo system is based on the UV power of the sun. So, exactly. did they have ways of applying that in the in, in the ancient home? Like we Mirrors. said, ancient... Hey, Max, do, you, you had a recommended viewing, and I we definitely want to get to this before we leave. And this... It's on. You could find this on Hulu. That's where I found it, at least. It's Ancient Impossible, and it's this History Channel documentary series, which is all about. Oh yeah, guess what? The ancients had um, a large battleships that rivaled the modern modern aircraft carriers in terms of their size. Like, how did they build giant monuments, etc.? And some of the places they discuss are like the ancient deserts and everything, like Egypt. It's pretty impressive stuff. I'm a ancient impossible. It's really good, and it shows you that our ancestors had high technology, and it doesn't. We should not turn our back on things. And some of them are based on very simple principles too, which is always the best. Seems like the best ideas are always simple. Well, you know, easy airflow through the home is never a bad idea, right. whether you have artificial forced air or not, mm-hmm. of the fact that you have the option. We have we have some beautiful days here in the Mid-South, for those of you not in the Mid-South. Right. Um, spring and fall here are absolutely spectacular. Uh, today That's what is, makes it all worthwhile. Oh, Alan, my gosh. Today, yeah. Today's not bad, you know, for a middle of the summer day. Right. And good moving air, a nice ceiling fan can make a huge difference to how your home feels. But, you know, you're saying ceiling fan, Alan. These uh, these wind catchers, now our houses might look a little different in 50 years or something, but so what? The, you know, if it, uh, we're talking about ways of moving air that don't, you don't do anything. You let mm-hmm. nature move the air. 
you could if the power goes out let's face it the next time the power goes out wouldn't it be nice to have at least some reasonable temperatures in your home instead of so i don't know it can indeed let's circle back and and not abandon our ancestors because they had some great ideas they did yeah uh, pretty interesting stuff, Alan. And uh, like I said, uh, visit Ancient Impossible over on Hulu or wherever you you know wherever you watch. Great stuff. But um, Alan, what a show today! From high tech toilets to uh, you know <laughs> air <laughs> current air to, conditioning. Yeah, and feel free, folks. Uh, this this stuff's out on the table. If you catch the show late, we can weigh in on this next mm-hmm. week. Uh, we're, we're Send not us gonna, a question. Yeah, check it out. Uh, but Alan, it's time to get out of here, man. I hear the music, uh, and it's over. So. Uh, on behalf of my buddy, Alan Gilbreth, and uh, my pal Max over there behind the glass, I'm Joe Thorderson. Thanks for listening to Tool Talk Radio, and we'll see you next week.